Um, so there's this uh, submarine, okay, and it's full of, of all these dudes. Maybe there's some ladies on it. I guess I don't know. Anyways, there's this crew on the submarine, and they're just going about their business, and all of a sudden they just smash into this big boat, okay, and they begin to plummet down to the bottom of the sea and sink. Yeah, it's really depressing. So obviously, like Coast Guard and all these different people are called to the scene, and all these different boats come with divers um, that are going to come and try to rescue all the crew on the submarine that's sinking. Um, so there's this one diver in particular who dives down and goes next to the submarine, and he, he gets close to it, and he puts his ear on the submarine, and he just listens. And he can hear someone tapping on the inside. Um, and they were trying to send a message through Morse code. And the message simply was, is there any help? Is there any help? And then every single person on that submarine died. Actually, I don't know that for sure. I'm not sure how it ends or not. I'm not even sure if it's real, to be honest with you. But the point is, is that all the... <laughs> I don't know. But he asked, is there any hope? In that middle of the chaos and their last moments of life, assuming this is a real story, they just wanted to know, is there any hope? We all go through times in our lives where we just feel so helpless, where we feel so hopeless, um, like there's no end in sight or there's no light at the end of the tunnel. The passage that we're going to talk about tonight, you don't have to open it yet, but we'll get there a little bit later, is in John 16:33, And it says, uh, in this world, you will have tribulation. You will have trouble. We will have trials. We will endure hardship in tough times. People, uh, either us or people close to us are going to encounter health issues, severe health issues. There might be some family issues. You might have some friend issues or school-related issues, financial issues, bullying issues, whatever. There are so many different crappy things that happen to us in this life. And the only thing that helps us get by is hope, is our sense of hope. Today I want to start by talking about when we try to find hope in the wrong places. We, we all desperately, desperately search for and need hope. And unfortunately, many of us, if not all of us, at some point in our lives, put our hope in something that is less than, something that cannot really fulfill or sustain our hope. So many of us put our hope in, in maybe our families or our friends or uh, our boyfriend or girlfriend or our grades or our intellect, uh, maybe in our future, in our plans, in our abilities, the things we, we can do in other people. And we look to these things to hold us up, to sustain us, to keep us pushing and moving forward. But the obvious problem with this is that these things cannot provide hope for you, at least the kind of hope that we require to really pull us through tough times. All of these things on earth uh, are imperfect, and none of them can truly, um, you can't really rely on them completely and fully for hope. There are, are too many var variables in these situations. Your grades, you can make a mistake and you can fail a class. Uh, your future and your plans can change and probably will. Your abilities can let you down and fail. Your friends can come and go. Your boyfriend and girlfriend can let you down. Your family, they're just human. They can't really sustain your hope completely. And when you put your hope into these things and just these things, 
there will be so many ups and downs, so many valleys and mountaintops, and it'll take a toll. Nothing on earth can truly provide the hope that we need, the stable, uh, complete, never-ending hope that helps us along when we encounter difficult times. So, where do we find hope? You all know the answer, don't you? Now would be a great time to open your Bibles to John 16, 33. So, simply put, the only place we find the hope that sustains us is just in Jesus, right? We can take heart, we can have peace in Jesus, but why? But why? Why is Jesus really the only place we can find true hope? Do you know? Let's make this not rhetorical. You can answer this. Why? What does this verse tell us? He overcame. The ruler of the world. It says that he, Jesus, has overcome the world, right? So the ruler of the world is whom? I'm asking questions tonight. Who's the ruler of the world? Well, yeah, okay, that's tricky. It's Satan. I'll just give it to you. Okay. So the ruler of, of the world is Satan. When the Bible warns us to stay away from worldly or earthly things, it's talking about evil things, things that Satan would have us do uh, to take away our focus from, from Jesus, from where it should be. So when Jesus says that he overcame the world, that means that he overcame Satan. Um, excuse me, I had, to, I had to burp, that was gross. He defeated death and the grave um, and triumphed over the grave. So what that means is Jesus was killed. Um, like all of us, he, he died, and we will one day die. Um, but the difference between Jesus in, in our deaths is that um, Jesus wasn't held down by the grave. He, he didn't stay dead, right? He was resurrected. We probably won't be in that same capacity. Um, so in doing that, he overcame death. He overcame Satan, because Satan is like the ruler of death, kind of, in a way. And he, in doing that, overcame the world. Uh, there's a passage on the screen right now. It should be right there right now. You see it? Do you see it? Do you see it? Do you see it? Luke 12, 5. It says, But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who after he is killed has authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. So here's the thing. Satan, uh, Satan can't throw us into hell. Satan um, doesn't really have any power to do that. Only God has power to do that. And really, this verse is telling us that, that he's really the only one that we should fear because he judges our hearts and our lives, and he determines our eternity. Now, fearing God is different than maybe the fear that you're thinking of right now. Fearing God is not curling up in a ball in a corner and weeping, like I do every time I watch Paranormal Activity, because that junk is scary. That's not the kind of fear that they're talking about. Right, fearing God is a little different. It's more like a, a reverence, uh, more of just being in awe of who he is, of his power and his love for us. Um, kind of fearing and, and revering his authority to judge us. Because at the end of our lives, we're going to go to heaven and we're going to be judged. And we're either going to be cast into hell or we're going to be flung <laughs> up into heaven. Right? And that power is in his hands. And Satan has no power. He has no power to judge. He has no power to determine our eternity. No power over us. The only thing that he can do is he can distract us. He can lie to us. He can tempt us into turning away from Jesus. And really, if you look at those things, he's just using us against ourselves. 
So he's taking our weaknesses and just kind of magnifying them to trip us up. He really has no power on his own. Because Jesus has defeated him, he had overcome the world, and now we have hope because of Jesus' victory. It's kind of interesting, if you look at the story of Job, um, what book of the Bible is the story of Job in? Job? Yeah, very good. Uh, So if you look in Job and read the story of Job, um, you see God and Satan interacting. Like, you see Satan going up to heaven, he's like, hey, Job, you know, he's a dope guy, but if if you take this away from him, then he's going to mess up. He's going to curse you or whatever. And it's, it's only through God allowing these things to happen that Satan has power to take his family away or to make him hurt with boils or whatever. Um, so it's kind of, you get a little glimpse into the power that Satan has, and it's really not much. Um, and then we realize that we have hope through Jesus. So that leads us to the last thing, that Jesus is hope. Jesus is our hope. Um, story time. My life, um, admittedly, admittedly, has been pretty, pretty good. Um, there hasn't been a lot of terrible, traumatic things that, uh, that have happened directly to me. Honestly, probably the worst thing that has happened to me personally has been my Achilles injury, and that hasn't been that terrible. Um, so I've been very blessed that way. But the people around me um, who I'm very close with, family members and such, have have been hit pretty hard, it seems like. Um, just a, a quick little uh, timeline of what happened. Um, so the kind of the first major thing to happen was, uh, I think it was as a junior in high school, um, and all of a sudden my mom lost her sight in one eye. Um, and it was gone for, for like four, five, six months. Can you imagine that? Just losing your sight in one eye for that long. Uh, that'd be really, really kind of scary. Um, it was through that that she learned that she had MS, and MS is kind of this nasty chronic, lifelong disease. You can Google it later if you want details. Um, and then a couple months after that, my brother um, was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is kind of an intestinal crappy um, disease that, again, is kind of chronic. There's no cure for. Um, so he dealt with that and went through, oh, I don't want to get into details, but just just so much garbage uh, he went through in, in a year or so with that. Um, and then a couple years after that, um, my dad had a cancerous tumor in his arm, had it removed, and had to go through th- uh, the treatment for that and stuff. Um, but that sucked. Uh, then a little after that, I think I've told you guys a story about uh, Dina's miscarriage uh, before we had our kids, and that story, how terrible that was, and, and all the stuff that went along with that. Um, and the thing with this is that they're all, they're all just really terrible situations. And I know you've been through stuff that... Is, is maybe even way worse than this. Um, but for me, at no point did I really, I mean, they were difficult. Um, even though they weren't happening directly to me, they were really kind of difficult to walk through. But at no point did I ever feel this sense of hopelessness. Um, and it wasn't even at the point where I was just such a ridiculously awesome Christian. I'm still not. I still have a long way to go. But, but I always knew that Jesus was there and that I, I could put my hope in him. And that in him, um, he overcame everything, and, and I have nothing to fear. It's like the song, Our God, that we sing, if our God is for us, then who can stand against us? Right? With God on our side, with Jesus overcoming the world, we, we have nothing to fear. There's nothing that can tear us down uh, and to pull us down. 
And it kind of gets me thinking about just atheist people that don't believe in God. And I think I've said this before, but I don't even understand how you go through life without hope. Because as an atheist or someone who doesn't believe in God, you, I mean, you just live life in a constant state of hopelessness. I mean, with, with no helper or nothing to look to when you're going through a tough time. I, I can't imagine that. And that's one of the awesome things about, about living your life with Jesus is that in him we have hope. Hope to move forward, to press on into the unknown, into the pain and the hardship of life because he is there, because he's our strength, because he's our comfort, he's our provider, he's our healer, he's our everything. And the Bible says that he cares for us. He loves us so much. Are you hopeless tonight? Are you going through a hard time in your life and it just seems really hopeless? Whether you are now or, or are later in this world, we will have trouble. We will be in a, at, a, at a time in our lives where we're going through something just really terrible and really difficult and really hard. Whether it's now or some other time, we need to be constantly asking ourselves, where am I searching for hope right now? In the middle of that terrible time, ask yourself, where am I searching for hope? Am I looking for hope in God the only place I can truly find hope, or am I looking to some other thing or, or to some other person or group of people? There's only one way we can find hope, hope that will sustain us and hope that will bring us through anything, that's, uh, and that's in Jesus and the fact that he overcame the world.